Before this episode, we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Wajak Noongar people. We wish to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast. You're joined by your usual host, Jess. Ah, John. I was half asleep. Now, what I was actually doing was I was like, this one doesn't sound as echoey as the last time. Yeah, I told you. But then I was like, maybe it's all in my head. Anyway, sorry, I am had a little micro nap and I'm back. (laughs) Welcome to episode eight of season four. Yes, season four. Good counting. Thank you so much. Wow. Lovely to have you here. The clogs were turned. They were, on that one they were. holy shit sorry about last week's random episode <laughs> <laughs> apologies apologies but what just, are you gonna do yeah look we wanted to split up the interviews we did yeah we did we and did. um the spoiler alert this week is a fabulous interview fabulous interview so we had the pleasure of talking with one of the co-founders of the new app matilda her name is joe and uh we were so excited for this conversation it is just something so cool and so innovative and so needed so needed so, needed. so joe's app you'll hear more about it when we go across to the interview but it is all about bringing endo awareness and improving holistic endometriosis care. And we are all about that. We are that. so for it. So she is doing some wicked things and we know a lot of our listeners are endo warriors out there. So this will be a great one for you all. And like Joe says in the interview, please reach out to her and the Matilda team and spread your knowledge so that they can create a space for us all that will benefit everybody. Exactly. So without further ado, here is is our interview with hang jo- on hang on what we haven't i know we don't have any but we haven't sung it oh okay fine we'll do it really quickly okay because <laughs> it's time for the, the back that was slow like me today yeah um <laughs> it reflects the mood i don't have any for you uh but i just wanted to sing that all for you yeah well technically we'll let the people know i'll be in adelaide Oh yeah, because we're we're recording this in the past. We are the day that this comes out is when I'll be Bundy's morning already yeah. in the background. Yeah, the day this comes out will be my day of mourning. Mm-hmm. The day of rest, the day of silence. Oh my god, it will literally be my first first lonely day. Sunday. Yep, correct. Fuck. Yeah, so that's my fun fact follow up. But for the future, well, when you're all listening. Feel free to message me, check in on me. Because <laughs> she'll need and it. I'll need, She's I'll gonna need, need it. it. She's gonna need it. So the next episode after this one will be our first oh, virtual one. So think no of me pressure. Still. Keep thinking of me. Keep thinking send all your best wishes for my technological t- advancement and my mental health and well-being. Thank you so much. Alright, so after that one, we will now get into the episode we with will. Joe. Enjoy guys. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. Nice to be here. I'm really excited. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. Um, so we are currently in Jess's place. Again. Again, <laughs> with no dogs to interrupt us. So we are very excited. And we've just been having a chat off mic. So we've all got to know each other pretty well. Um, so we feel like Joe's part of the team now. Um, <laughs> you can't leave for the next hour or so. So sorry about that. I'm pretty happy about um, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess... A lot of our listeners are 
part of the endo community mm. so we we have like a strong Huge, yeah. strong endo yep. population within our little community family that we've created and obviously jess is the leading expert in content for endo she's just repping that endo team for us um and then i'm tagging along at the back being like oh no i think i'm part of this crew as well now um so we're both at different points of our journey if you will um in terms of endo and everything to do with it but before we get into your amazing little app that you've Mm. created and community um, I just want to ask about you. Like, what's yeah. your background? What kind of brought you to this point in your life? Yep. So, I am a pelvic health physio. So, some people might know what that is. Um, but me, yeah. <laughs> Everyone with endo might know yeah. what that is. Should know who Should that. Should know what that yeah. is. Um, so, I went at school. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I actually did first semester accounting, and the corporate life really tempted me. Of the nice clothes, nice office. Nice. Um, smooth lifestyle it looked like yeah but I quickly worked out that that was sorry to all the accountants out there probably not for me a bit um (laughs) too much sitting still yeah so then I at curtain open day they were doing lung function tests and I thought that was really fun Mm. so I thought I'll be a physio that's what they do they do lung function tests all day which is not true so I went into physio (laughs) and I quickly realized that they do also do not do lung function tests all day and I wasn't sure what kind of physio I wanted to be and I was thought I'll just finish my degree So I finished my degree and in third year, um, there was a women's health unit and I thought this is really great. Mm. Um, To be honest, I thought I'd do a lot of pregnancy, treating pregnancy and um, postnatal. Got a job at King Eddie's for a couple of months um, after I worked in the hospital system for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I did like that, but I kind of thought this isn't 100% for me either. Yeah. Until I got a job, I went back and did my master's degree. And that's probably a little bit of a personality trait that I'm kind of very what am I going to do next what am I going to do next what the fuck that this is like why Joe and I are now friends <laughs> yeah. and Kim is our mutual friend yeah. Oh, yeah. what am I going to do next I'm obsessively what am I going to do next yeah. um I'm not very good at seeing still and I not necessarily get bored easy mm. but I'm exceptionally competitive and if someone else is doing something <laughs> I'm like why am I not doing something stunning and if they're doing something so really healthy. cool am I doing that better yeah, yeah. nice yeah, nice nice obviously very healthy mm. um so I did my master's degree and um, then I got a job at the Pelvic Health Clinic in Subi, which um, is great. There's heaps of women there um, that treat. So it's about 15 of us now, actually. Wow. Um, and I, I think that's where I went. In Subi. Yeah. 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 So Sophie. Yes. Yeah. I love that you're putting two fingers up for Sophie. 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 Real close to Sophie. Yeah. 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 Um, Sophie and I did our masters, practiced together a whole year together. So we're good friends. Yeah. So really good friends with Sophie. There you go. Love Sophie. Sophie. We've had many tears together at our masters. Oh, I bet. Fucking masters. Yeah. Real hard going. But um, so then I, we treat a lot of pain there. We're kind of known for pelvic pain. Mm. And so over time that kind of just, I found it so interesting and I became obsessed with endo and how can we make endo better? Mm. And I just, I truly became obsessed with that. How can this be done better? Why isn't it done better? Mm. Read everything about it. And over time just niched my caseload into more and more endo. Mm. Um, and then apart from that, actually, I should talk about my other, part, other parts of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> growing up, I, so I've got a little brother, 
two parents they're great um we i was a competitive basketball player in my teenage years oh, wow. so that's probably where that competitive outlet was yeah I was also obsessed with that yeah and i did my acl at 16 that kind oh. of ended my dream yep. of becoming a professional basketball player yeah i think kim and i bonded hard on how we would dream of you know one day playing professional basketball yeah. but kim didn't grow okay. yeah. <laughs> and i did She's my two four she, did yeah. my knees so, yeah. Both so on the bench, we like, therefore boom. did not become <laughs> professional basketball players which is unfortunate mm. um um, although they don't make a whole heap of money. So you know, yeah, that's another side so that's another, question. That's another issue yeah. in the world at the moment. Yeah. Um, although the cricket team yes. are on equal uh, prize winning fees now. Yes. So both women and men's teams will win the same wow. amount if they yeah if they win. That's good. That makes me feel happy. Yeah, yeah. it's getting there. That's a happy thing for us. Yeah, yeah, totally. Good. It's getting there. Woo. Getting there slowly. Um, yeah. Slow and steady wins that race. Yeah, exactly. Um, Just so yeah, so that's and then now I am one of the co-founders of Matilda. So that's kind of how we've I've got there. Kev yeah. is my um, the other co-founder. He's Shout also out a physio. Shout out to Kev. Yeah, um, really big into women's health. He's made a big shift from musculoskeletal physio, and now he's a passionate women's health advocate. Wow, that's I know, that's so crazy. cool. How yeah. did you meet Kev? So we've actually been friends for quite a while now. So he, we, we, he's a physio too. We both worked at the same physio practice when Body Logic was in Shenton Park, mm-hmm. and we both very. Oh my God, I used to go to Body Logic. Yeah, in Shenton Park. No, yeah. I used to go up in Junedalup. Oh yes, yeah, so yeah. I did a couple of months there when they first did their women's health kind of opened their women's health section. Nice. Um, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Kev, yeah, well, he's musculoskeletal physio by background. Mm. Um, his PhD though is in persistent pain. So he's oh, passionate Kev's my about man. pain. Yeah, Kev's really passionate about pain. Kev. He's great. You should see he's Kev. So he's so great. He's a yeah. wizard. We'll he's a wizard. I refer everyone to him. <laughs> yeah. He's not very busy. He's um, I should he's say not that. very busy. He's actually exceptionally busy. I was yeah. going to say he's reducing his hours. So hours. Of he's like busy with, busy hours. with the yeah. new project that we've yeah. got. He's also exceptionally competitive and busy. Wow. I wonder why you two work. So, oh, yeah. so, so strange. Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically, your background, your interest in women's health yes. has brought you to look at endo as a whole. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. And so, and Matilda, just because we were, you know, Jess and I love a good Google yes. um, on the stalk. Can you just tell us about the Why name choice? Well, I, yes, I actually record this, recorded a little um, reel in my car about this today, so, That's so cool. which will come out. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so laughs> one of my socials. We'll take yeah. it together. Um, so we hummed and hard about the name for ages last mm. year, at the beginning of the year, and we actually bought a lot of domains when Kevin and I were like, right, <laughs> oh, dude, this is yeah. our long-term, this is yeah. going to be our long-term gig. This we better buy all the domains yeah. just in case someone takes it. <laughs> well, we hummed and hard about this. So things like Endosphere went round. Like, oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, a little bit yeah. cringeworthy yeah. Yeah. stunning but now we we then wanted it to feel like a friend so Matilda is meant to feel like a coach a friend someone on your team all the time so it's not a medical professional yeah. it's someone that is there for you yeah and so we wanted it to feel like a friend we didn't want it to feel gendered but then we also thought you know what it Matilda means strong and battle yeah and that I love really that. resonated with us yeah, so we thought we yeah so because it means strong and battle we just thought do you know what there's no better yeah um word or name and then we ran it past we're actually a co-designed platform so we've got a team of people with endo that we cool. um design with us um i give a shout out to them because they're absolutely incredible that's super um, important as well to like yes. make it with yeah. the people that's going to be using yeah. it right we don't yeah. want it to sit on a shelf we want it to be used so yeah. and kevin and i aren't precious we'd rather you tell us everything you hate about it so yeah, that then we can change it and make it useful for people with endo yeah so we ran the name past them and they all loved it and yeah. then it kind of just stuck we just yeah that's so cool yeah. So, i just love the 
the context of like the connotation sorry yeah. of like because the community of those who suffer with endo are normally referred to like as endo warriors yeah. right and that whole thing yeah. about being strong in, in battle, battle I yeah. love that yeah. that's yeah. so cool and, and obviously little, Aussie yes exactly in Matilda, yeah. In Matilda. Yeah. Um, although I said this to someone the other day from the UK and they were like oh because Matilda's from England and I was like is it? Uh, so I was like, I need to go back and check that now. Matilda, like, is it? <laughs> that can be our fun fact follow up for yeah. next week. Can you follow yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. We'll follow that for you. Because yeah, yeah. I was like, but what about waltzing, Matilda? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I definitely thought it was. Roald Dahl is from England. He wrote Matilda. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Anyway, we'll follow that. He probably pinched it from us. He probably pinched Exactly. So do you have endo jokes? No, I don't. Wow. So no, I don't have endo. Um, but I think love treating it is probably what got me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that. relatability in that you see the people at their worst or like going through that and I'm sure while you're doing women's physio which we all know is those of you that have had it pretty awkward bit invasive it's a lot it's vulnerable so we love just that you know that random chat on on the uh, on the side to on like the kind side? of take away side, yeah. Yeah. what's happening yeah and so you would have heard a lot of the, a lot of stories the whole yeah. effects that it yeah. has so tell us a little bit more now that we've got the name yeah. out of the out way there. yeah tell us a little bit more about why you've why created got, yeah, this yeah. yeah so kev and i and actually our good friend georgia were at a barbecue at the beginning of last year and we were having dinner at kev's house and we were talking about as physios do all three of us our physios we were talking about the problems with treatment we love and, that yeah we love that so what we, we, we never frequently talk about yeah. that like not help, being at work I was yeah. say, yeah. healthcare yeah. professionals yeah. just talk yeah. about work continuously <laughs> or watch shows about exactly. it exactly you know, so though, yeah. we were talking about um, the problems of persistent pain management and, I, and Georgia is a women's health physio as well and we both like you have no idea Kev like you just yeah. have you yeah anyway you have no idea so we Kev was like well why don't you do something about that mm. and I was like that's what we do we're trying yeah. why don't you do that uh, yeah. and he had just finished an internship um at through perth by design which after his phd puts you kind of in a placement and he um learns a lot about digital health i'm working with them in my job yeah, yeah, yeah it's really they're cool. amazing just yeah. a crossover is wild yeah. yeah so we kev was like why don't you have a look at these weekend courses joe and see if you want to do a weekend course on mm. digital health so classic joe went online that night and was like i'm gonna do the six-month course like, obviously <laughs> not just a weekend and, and so how how far along were you in your pregnancy? No, this time? I wasn't yet pregnant. Was <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, you were wild. A, I had a. Uh, she wasn't quite two. No, she was. She was almost two. So no, she wasn't. She was almost one. I lost. Oh my, she you're insane. Wild. So she was almost one. So I was like, it's fine. I um, I want to do this now. So I remember yeah. saying to my husband. I have this idea. <laughs> oh God! Hit me out, babe. And I, I feel like this is what. Yeah, poor bed. I, I feel like, like oh, he's like, it's God another sake. one of Joe's ideas. <laughs> so he was. I was like, I want to do the six month course because I feel like I want to pitch this problem of endo. So the clinician comes in, they pitch their problem, and then by design surround you with a team mm. of like experts in other fields mm-hmm. to help you solve this problem. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do this. So we pitched and we got in, and um, which was amazing. And then Kev was so jealous and was like, oh, I'll just kind of help you on the side and then he was like i'm gonna do it too i'm gonna yeah. do six months too and he just accepted a new job in digital oh health as well God. he was working like 100 hours a week he was training for a ride for you like anyway kev was doing like 101 things kev. as well so we were both like we'll do this it's every wednesday night for like three hours we'll but it together, it's gonna be great whatever. we'll do it together it's just like another um university unit so we did that <laughs> 
and um and there was a competition obviously <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so we and we won so we won which was oh great oh my so, god congratulations so we of course you did. Oh, yeah of course so two competitive we people. became exceptionally obsessed with um endo and the endo journey and we interviewed a hundred over a hundred people with endo wow. in that um like exploration of their journey mm. so we kind of the best my favorite thing about perth biodesign and a real shout out to them because they changed my whole perception of healthcare is that they you map journeys for so long the customer Mm. experience or the person's experience so everything from like that first moment where they think they might have a problem to like where they're at today and everything in between like every moment where they think oh i need to make a phone call to see the gp oh the gp's got a three-week wait yeah oh my god that's reality that's all the problems like so is the problem that like the gp's got a three-week wait where's the problems like so there's like 101 problems in endo literally every step of the way was a problem really (laughs) it is a problem (laughs) i said to to kev i was like i feel like we've got a long list long list of problems (laughs) and and no solutions pick yeah so then where we ended up was where somewhere where both of us feel comfortable and passionate which is holistic care. So that kind of like we know the guidelines recommend holistic care. We know that holistic care helps. Yeah. But it's not affordable and it's not accessible. So that's kind of our real mission statement is affordable, right? Affordable, accessible health, um, holistic care for people with endo. Yeah. Or suspected endo. So it's not blanketed just to confirm. It can be suspected. Yeah, because obviously with endo, so I'm in that suspected suspected endo and we've all talked about it to prove to almost prove, yeah. you don't have to prove, but to diagnose and yeah, you have to have a yeah. lab, right? So you have to have surgery to do that. Yeah. So you you can have all of the red flags yeah. to point you towards endo, but then you've actually got to have surgery. So p- potential harm to you. Yeah, to, it's a risk. To diagnose yourself, yeah. right? Well, not Absolutely. you, but, And it's just, I think that, that little community or that little sector of yeah. people kind of get missed in that endo do you have it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we want to capture that. We want to capture kind of that suspected. And there's a bit of a shift in the evidence um, to clinical diagnosis where mm. a gynecologist can kind of say, look, I'm pretty certain yeah. that you fall into that. Um, yeah. I think also what can be really tough is when you've got all the symptoms and you have a lap and you don't have endo, then yeah. where do you yeah. fall? Yeah. So yeah. we yeah. kind of, we want to be there for that person. That's a hard realm to kind of, to sort um Mm. because then you fall into that pelvic pain Pain, yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's but we kind of live in the land of confirmed or suspected endo so and we know that our platform should help yeah yeah so when you talk about holistic care what Mm. does that mean for like the general person because obviously jess and i understand it from a nurse background but like for the the regular joe on the street what does that's funny sorry about that um so sorry (laughs) about that uh what does it mean so holistic care by definition is care for the whole person so that can kind of be physical mental spiritual well-being Mm. so for us that really looks like physio naturopath dietitians um and psychologists is kind of where our main focus lies but also things like looking at you know exercise physiologists um could we have sexologists on like they're not it's it's not as common in perth but over east sexology is a lot bigger it's huge yeah yeah. and um so sexologists um and really care anything like acupuncture things like that education around those things Mm. care that sits alongside medical care yeah so anything else that it also and we talk about things like it means community like really things that feed those other other areas that yeah. physical mental and spiritual well-being yeah i mean yeah. for uh, a lot of people around what just touching on like the sexology mm. and the mental like yeah. the psychology around yeah. it it can be one of the main 
impacted areas of someone's yeah. life and there's not really that much support or conversation about yeah. it like everyone kind of just suffers in silence it's such a great area like going back i was diagnosed i don't know a long time yeah. ago like 12 years yeah. ago 11 years ago yeah. i think i was 18 yeah but it got to the point where like you're 18 you don't really know yourself you don't really yeah. know your body and then i'm like who do i go to yeah about this so i like offhandedly mentioned it to a gynecologist because I was having all these painful periods and I was fainting and I I couldn't even put a tampon in, right? And so they were like, she just brushed off. She was like, oh, yeah, you've got vaginismus. And that was it. And I was like, so... What's vaginismus? Where now? What does that do? And she recommended a physio, which traumatized the fuck out of me. Mm. And I didn't go back for eight years after, like I I committed to it. And I was like, this is awful. Like my mum was coming with me. It was not. Sounds awful. She'd like drop me off, sit outside. It was just this weird, not really explained situation. And she just gave me a packet of dilators and was like, throw these up your fanny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, and so what size do you want to get to? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Don't have, I don't, don't, I don't have a clue. Yeah. I have no idea. You don't know anything at 18. No. Yeah. And so it was awful, like, that whole period. And then, yeah, eight years oh, later, I went back yeah. and I was like, I need to do something about it because I had, like, two operations back in 2019, yeah. like, another two laps. Yeah. Got quite sick. Very sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very sick. Yeah, yeah, very sick. Septic and nearly yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, kind not of good. Sick. Very sick. Very sick. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I need to do something about this. Yep. And then that's when Sophie obviously changed yeah. my life. Um, shout out to Sophie. Yeah. But she was kind of like, holy shit yeah. when she saw me. And again, it's probably a story that you guys hear often or yeah. variants of that kind of yeah. same picture. But everything you mentioned then when you talk about holistic health, I've tried it all. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, acupuncture, I've done that. Natural yeah. path, yeah, I've done yeah. that. Physio, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, I've done yeah. that. Because we're so desperate to For try anything. anything. 100%. Anything mm. that can change your symptoms, 100%. Yeah. We, and I think what really strikes me in that story, and we, it is a, we hear that story a lot. And I think also as a physio, we hear the story of the failed physio a lot. Mm. And that really breaks my heart. And it breaks my heart over and over again every time I hear it. Because I think how can when you're trying to do the things that you're told to do and they go wrong and yeah. i think and it is such an intimate thing it mm. to talk about so pain with sex pain with tampons and i think it's such a hard thing i remember um when i was trying to first use tampons and i remember i'll never forget it was vivid <laughs> I remember being 14 on a beach holiday when I first got my period. Like you couldn't even write oh, how awful that is. Right? Like, shit. Yeah, shit. So it was so awful. Beach holiday, um, got my period, trying to use a tampon and my mum being like, it's really simple. And I was like, it's not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she was yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, I'm not a hundred percent certain how else to describe it. Yeah. yeah. And bless her. She was trying so hard to yeah. explain it on mm. the other side of the door. Yeah. And I was like, I just, I, I don't know. Do I this. can't do it. And I didn't use them. I didn't, honestly didn't use them until I was 20. And I still don't use yeah. them and I'm almost yeah. 30. Yeah. So when I was 20 and I remember living with a housemate, so I can give a shout out to her, to Brooke, she was like, we're going to, this is going to happen. Yeah. We're going to get We're going to teach we're, you we're how to do this. this. Together. And she, yeah. And she talked me through and she was like, I think you should try this. I think you should try this. And then it happened and it, and it worked. 
but I remember thinking oh my god like and I see people all the time being like oh you know but tampons should be so easy and I'm like tampons are not easy yeah and people who have pain there is no way putting a tampon is easy mm. when your muscles are thinking oh my goodness I'm trying so hard to look after you by, yeah. by yeah. closing by protecting, and protecting, by protecting you in here. and you yeah. keep trying to put something in here I'm yeah. just getting tired I'm, getting, yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy about it yeah, yeah. yeah. also yeah. I would just like to point out that here in Australia the baseline tampon doesn't have an applicator. No. no. I was like, what the fuck is this? I know. When I moved yeah. here. I was like, why yep. is this a bullet? I know. Why is this fabric? This is just going to cause friction. I know. Where I, is the slimy applicator? I don't also know why they don't have like a little self-lubricating thing on yeah. there. Yeah. Like, where is that? I know. What the fuck? I know. I think that all the time. I also think like now they do slim-pons like for teenagers, which mm. I also think is a big change. So mm. you can get like really small ones. But yeah. I used to buy the mini tampons yeah. like i'm talking like you could probably fit them up your barbie doll yeah, yeah. but also and I still couldn't get up there no. without my fanny but no. with no applicator right just no the, applicator no yeah. no that's what i mean why yeah yeah why is there you know where's the guy where's the cotton guy? wool <laughs> you just gotta finger yourself in the bathroom yeah to try no, and make it out not yeah, the yeah, one yeah. no it's not hard. the one so i think i agree i think more education around that um but i think it yeah i think seeing the right health professionals so that's what we want Matilda to really feel like that kind of you know it's a safe space so you can go along learn um, and learn from people who are specialised in that field so yeah. on on the app yeah for people who don't know yeah on the app so say we're going to talk about naturopathy yeah. are you going to have naturopaths like write articles that yeah. like how to help like well, yeah. what does that look like for yeah. the person so, who has the, uh, app app for the, the app. Yeah. yeah so what we focus on so uh we're passionate about good quality education that's evidence-based for everyone so yeah. everyone has access to endocation which is our baseline module of learning which is on the app store now um mm. on, you can download matilda and that is just about endo and what holistic care looks like and who could be on your team so then yeah. at least there's some education around what even the options are because yeah. i think lots of people say like oh but i didn't even know if i hear another person say i didn't even know and i'm like oh my goodness no i need to tell you all yeah. i need to tell everyone everyone yeah. everyone because needs to know everyone this. needs to know because As a basic right the amount of people that were like oh but i didn't even know physio could help me and i was like physio could help you so much yeah. so mm. i think that was a big thing was educating then you've got the Tilly Tribe membership. So that's going to be our membership offering. We want it to almost feel like a gym membership, but for people with endo. Yeah, so nice. you've got your full suite of educational resources. So that's every symptom has kind of a little resource on it about who could help you. So medical management, sur- surgical management, um, holistic care management, little activities, resources, things like that in each segment. So good. And then there will be videos on there from experts in the field. So like yesterday I did um, – uh, Jade Acton. So I saw that. Yeah, she's so um, she's so great, she's honey. and she, she is, is a real honey. advocate yeah. um, for endo and a real mm. advocate for Matilda. So um, she's on our clinical advisory group, and she um, so she did the Q and A online, but she also did, um, which will come out on our platform, a whole bunch of things like talk about surgical management, mm. talk about um, what what is the pill and why do we use the pill? So because there's a lot of fear around the pill, yeah. So what it's actually used for and things. Mm. Um, so we'll have naturopaths on there, um, dietitians on there. We've got a clinical advisory group. Um, I've done videos. And then so that's our educational component. We've then got tracking features. So ability to track your lifestyle habits like sleep, exercise. Um, we, we just call it movement, actually, because I don't really mind how people move. Yeah. As long as they move, I yeah. don't mind how yeah. it looks. Yeah. Um, 
side I movement. I love that, yeah, by the way. That's just it, as a person thing. that struggles with yeah. exercise, yeah. just movement, just, move. just changing yeah. that language yeah. is like super I'm, welcoming. Yeah, I feel like I say to my patients all the time, I don't mind if you walk to the letterbox every day. Mm. I don't mind if you want to run a marathon. I don't mind what you do. Mm. Just move your body just because get we're designed to move. So yeah. it's good. We know the benefits. Mm. There's good literature for it. So... Um, movement, sleep, diet, things like that. Stress levels. So we know stress and the impact of, on pain. That's Love a cortisol level. Yep. Hey. Yep. Looking at you, bitch. Love a cortisol level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skyrocketing. <laughs> so we know about that. So that's kind of our tracking feature. And that will just get better with more time, more money, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Tracking's hard. Tracking's expensive. Yeah, of course. Um, and then we've got a class platform so what we're quite excited cool. about is we know that the engagement with um like online memberships can be really low and mm. i'm the perfect example of yeah. that. yeah i had a baby and signed up to every motherhood program on the Stunning. planet and i was like i'm gonna do all these exercises i'm the perfect personality for this <laughs> and then i did none but i paid the money everyone yeah. to love <laughs> obviously Here, i take think my money. like you said like the, the platform and creating that community and like and the engagement yeah I think, like you said, because there's been nothing like this, yes. people with endo band together and chat all yes. the time because we're so desperate to share. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you're on all the Facebook pages We know, but I know Kira who runs Endo WA, um, so the Endo WA group yeah. is really, mm. it's huge. Yeah, I'm on like heaps of yeah. them. Mm. And every day there'll be like at least six yeah. questions like, hey, I'm going through this. Has anyone else? Yes. Hey, is this yep. happening to me? Like, mm. I remember I was so, between my two surgeries, this is a bit off topic but yeah. like 17 days post-op I just yeah. had this fluid pour out of me yeah. and it was like my waters had broke and yeah. I was like does this happen post-op 17 days later I'm an ICU nurse I know it doesn't yeah. but I had no, no idea. else to go yeah. Yeah. so I'm on every bloody endo face page yeah. I'm like hey guys anyone else have like gushing yeah. water coming out you your vagina yeah. 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 and they're like want to hear don't go to hospital yeah and everyone's like uh Jess I think you should probably <sighs> go get that checked out yeah. Yeah. and I was like right I, I am in ICU now so maybe I should just maybe, uh, maybe I'll, just, I'll just speak to the team and then they were like mm, what anyway yeah. it turned out all my sutures internally wow. had ruptured just yeah post you you would know this joe but like once you have um an excision surgery yeah. they put this fluid i've forgotten the name i'll fun fact follow up it for you next week i think it starts with the d they put this fluid in which yeah. pr- practically keeps all your organs buoyant yes. and yeah apart from each other so they yeah. don't adhere after yeah. they remove all the yeah. endo and that it's quite viscous yeah so it takes a while to dissolve right I thought it would dissolve after 17 days yeah, post-op, but anyway, yeah. it was literally like coming out, pouring. It was Pour, blue. Hey? It was pouring. No, so it starts blue. The blue bit apparently um, dissolves first, and then there's the clean How viscous interesting. stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And no, so the, the blue was coming out of you, wasn't it? No, no, no. I don't think it was blue. Oh, I was about to started, but it, it started blue. blue yeah. 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 And then anyway, it was just clear for like days yeah and i was like surely it'll run out and then by the end when i was sick and septic and yeah. quite sick it was clearly peritoneal fluid yeah, fluid. yeah. but i wouldn't know that because i do that yes yeah. no, like, no one else no one else would know I'm that like, oh, no. yeah and like so the nurses that were caring for me on a different hospital not king eddie's who are amazing and saved my life um but they were like i don't know what you're talking about jess what is this yeah. and i was like this is pd fluid like yeah. do you wanna, should we we can Educating. assess it together can do we, you want to send yeah. it off we'll prove that it's pd yeah. fluid. Yeah. anyway 
But all of this stuff, I was like, I don't know where else to go. Who yeah. else to talk yeah. to? And it's mm. the isolation. Yeah. yeah. And mm. there's thousands of people who are so receptive yeah. in that group. And they're like, try this, do try this, yep. do that. Yep. And even like, I didn't know who to go to for yeah. a surgeon. And I yep. had private health. So I was like, who's better private? Who's better public? Yeah. And like, you ask the questions yep. because there is nowhere else to go. Yeah. I, you, people Google it all the time. Like, who should I see? Who should I see? Good it's GP. one of the most top questions. Yeah, yeah. who should I see? Yeah. And I think... I think we really want to kind of be that place where people feel they can – we're not trying to replace the Facebook group So I think the Facebook group has its own niche um, mm. and its own need. What we are trying to create with our community is a community um, that shares challenges, shares successes, yeah. um, motivates each other. So we talk a little bit about um, like an accountability buddy. So whether that be Matilda mentors that guide people through their diagnostic journey. So That's there might cool. be people that um, I've had like on our – a lived experience group and I've had a couple over East reach out and say hey, I'd love to be able to help people with endo I've got endo I want to share my experience mm. and so we've talked a bit about could they be people that guide other people through yeah like journey. a lesson yeah. learned kind of thing yeah. and then they get they want to give back it also we also talk about the fact that then that allows people um to have a job that is flexible yeah. so that they if if there's someone who endo i hear stories where endo robs people of so many things mm-hmm. that if they think you know i can't hold down a full-time job could they also in the future be someone that maybe does mentoring on matilda or things like that to, mm. which is a paid job that's flexible yeah because i think that that's full circle for us that gives back mm. yeah. so holistic need yeah, right yeah, yeah so that kind of really ticks all our boxes um and the community the other thing we kind of think about is um during COVID there was this kind of shift about workplaces where you know it's quite isolating by yourself mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. could you log on and feel like you're in a virtual office with other people around the world just sitting at a computer that's fun yeah that's fun isn't it yeah. so we kind of thought could there be something also a little bit like that so could it be that we exercise together and everyone might exercise very differently but we say right from nine to ten on a Saturday you might exercise however suits you mm. and then we all share like a photo of what that looks like or we all share our experience afterwards and it might be that you walk to your letterbox and back but you're still part of that group that's yeah. moved in that hour yeah that's so, so cool. stuff like that can be quite powerful and really engaging mm. for change yeah um and then the last feature of that so we've got track and we've got connect We've got our class membership, yeah. So our class, <laughs> member, yeah. our class is kind of like a live scenario where um, I will – we know that things like going to yoga is great, but that can be quite expensive for some people. Mm. So we are looking at a live schedule where what can I – how can I give my knowledge as a physio mm. to people – at scale so beyond my four walls Mm -hmm. so whether that be um we're thinking like on a sunday morning it might be a pelvic stretch class that runs live it might be a couple of pelvic floor down training classes a week that are guided that are only 15 minutes long so it feels achievable yeah because it can be quite like confronting uh, and overwhelming yeah Yeah, so we want them to be anywhere from like five minutes to 30 minutes in length the kind of class availability availability but it could be like plan your breakfast this week with a dietitian and the dietitian might go through a few different breakfast options that are low inflammatory yeah plan mm. your um suppl- what are different supplement highlights yeah um, we've got a psychologist on our advisory group who is going to do some mindfulness and some um things about like planning for your doctor's visits how yeah, can you manage that's that a big how can thing. you communicate with your doctors yeah how can you communicate during a transvaginal ultrasound which yeah. is a massive thing. I do lots of prep for um, ultrasound at clinic. Mm. They're awful. They're awful. They they're are awful. Yeah, absolutely But horrendous. I wish that everyone would see a physio before because yeah. then we could talk about what can we do in that moment to at least make it as less li- like as little as 
impossible, I suppose. Impact, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's the pain yeah. of a transgender ultrasound. I was like, <laughs> they're horrific. They're horrific. Wowzers. Yeah. And they're also really, I just think like, young women really invasive and i think well like a story about that literally when i so when i was being diagnosed back at like 18 i obviously couldn't even have sex because it was too painful i was just telling you i can't put a tampon in i was like what the fuck is wrong with me and so before i went to have my lap done they obviously sent me for the ultrasound and i was at what 17 probably by this time mum had come with me obviously shout out to mum mvp like we're super close like tell each other everything there's no filters she's a nurse too there's you know nothing's off off Mm -hmm. the table so she like came in with me and we're doing they start with an abdominal ultrasound first so they're doing the abdominal ultrasound and seeing what they could see if anything anyway it's done the abdominal ultrasound i also got my like period really late in life which was also like a bit not of a, a worry but like I was year 12. You were aware. Basically. Mm-hmm. I was yep. so like, everyone had it. And I was like, something is wrong with me. Where is I mine? don't have yeah. my period. Maybe I don't have ovaries. Someone yep. fucking do something. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Help me. Where like, is this period? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I say on the Where podcast, like I celebrated having my period with like a glass of bubbles with 100%. mom. 100%. A weird yeah. experience. Like you yeah. should probably get that as a child. It should be awkward. <laughs> yeah. But I was kind of like, you should be on a beach holiday. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. When you're 14. <laughs> when you're 14. Yeah. And like, you know, even these days, girls getting younger and younger. So I was kind of like, what is wrong with me? So they do the abdominal ultrasound and then she just goes all right we'll do the transvaginal one and i had no idea what that so was like yeah no worries Panic. my mum, queen advocate she was like you're absolutely not doing yeah. that we're gonna stop that we yeah. are not pushing ahead with oh, the ultrasound that's just amazing you're not doing that like MVP. we're here because there's a problem you're not gonna you do that, that traumatize yeah. my child yeah. that's not gonna go there yeah. so no we won't be doing that yeah oh, so like the size amazing. of the wand comparatively queen. to yeah. a but, but tampon your mum's a nurse like yeah. she knows imagine yeah, yeah. if she wasn't there and she would know how traumatic that experience would have been for me yeah if she wasn't there i just would have nodded politely i didn't know yeah and like now obviously i've had quite a few since yeah. mm. and they are horrific and i just think wouldn't it be amazing if you were suspected endo as a teenager and you learned about what that involved and how mm. to manage that process yeah. so that then if you are close to your mum you could say do you know what? i do want to take my mum with me and this is what yeah. it's going to involve these are conversations i need to have with my mum before so that she knows what to expect to yeah. yeah so that everyone's on the same page yeah yeah, yeah. totally and to, yeah. you don't know what you don't know no, right? knowledge is power and i think yeah. yeah it's um and going into like your first appointment you're going with uh, problems yeah and, you, know, you hear a lot of stories about not being listened to yeah it's all in your head it's yep. anxiety blah, blah, blah. so just to know how to advocate yourself yeah. self-advocacy is such a missed opportunity within the healthcare system Absolutely. because people just sit there and go they're the professional they know best there's a real yeah that's a really hard um thing to navigate and i think that kind of yeah you trust there's that trust in the health professional which is good mm. but i think being able to have an understanding before you go to the appointment and, yeah. bef- and what to ask i think we we heard a lot when we interview and we still do lots of interviews i interviewed about 10 last week of people with endo just to really keep on top of that what we're kind of aiming for yeah but the amount of people that said you know i went to my first gynae appointment you know i've got 15 minutes which shout out to all the gynees that offer more than 15 minutes yeah. because that's incredible to yeah. offer i know that they're hard pressed for time mm. but to be able to say okay i, I didn't know what even to ask i kind of just sat there and i was just told everything Mm. and then i left and i thought oh i wish i'd asked all these things Mm. yeah so we kind of really want people to be able to go to their appointment and kind of think about what they might want to ask beforehand Mm -hmm. 
and then do kind of a reflection afterwards yeah. um, and to be able to have the ability to be like, okay, these are the questions I've got. I'm going to pocket them away maybe on Matilda for my next appointment so I don't forget them yeah. um, because a lot of it just kind of goes out the window. Yeah, totally. I yeah. mean, we're both health professionals and we go to appointments and we still come out and be like, oh, I didn't yeah, even like ask 100%. the question. I saw, yeah. I saw my GP. We got a new one the other day. She's a speed demon, right? Yeah. You're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. Yeah. And it's fine because normally I like go on with the questions and yeah. I am a health professional so it works for me. Yeah. But I had three questions that came out and I was like so did you ask all three I was like fuck yeah. I forgot the third yeah. one yeah. Like, yeah. and we still forget all yeah. the time yeah. so I think we ought to have that we kind of want Matilda to kind of be that one stop shop right mm. so eventually to even have things we've thrown around are things like um the, like the person owning their own data so like you having all your endo stuff with you so like yeah. your scans your kind of your symptoms and be able to share that with your doctor so to be able to say um look i'm going to share my symptom log for the last month with you so imagine going to soph and being able to be like hey look what my last mm. month looked like yeah this is my kind of sleep habits this is my stress this is how my period was this mm. is how my pain's been and you could share that and she could look at it and be like right this is what i see this is what changes i want you to make mm. yeah so really easy or, or like when um when we've interviewed clinicians as well so mm. be able to the, lots of the gynecologists said look it's really hard when people come in and they say oh, i didn't like the pill and you're like but what didn't you like about the pill yeah. because not all pills work the same and yeah. actually a pill is like a pair of shoes you got to try on a, a bunch which yeah. is unfortunate yeah. yeah but it is a bit like that yeah so for them to be able to be like what what actually did you not like like what were your symptoms like mm. so it's much more quantitative i suppose yeah. versus being like oh, i just didn't like it yeah so i think that helps everyone involved mm. and also like when you're in the spotlight in an appointment yeah you're like Ugh, i don't remember I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. like i went to my gynae appointment yeah. with the first endo stuff and she was like okay so when was your last period i was like i don't know yeah 100%. i know i should know that and she's like, how long did it last for? I was like, ooh, I good have no question. Clue. No, I know. No fucking no idea. Clue. No. And I'm like, I just told her I was a nurse and she's looking at me like, you should have done better. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I actually, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm not a nurse at this point. No. I am a patient and I know fuck all yeah. right now. And I think like when they say, oh, you know, but what was your most painful day? And you're thinking, it was all painful. It's yeah. all blur because it yeah. all sucked. I just but got actually here. thinking, okay, actually, no, day one was painful. Mm. Like having that a bit more objective. Yeah. Or actually, it was much heavier on day one when I actually think about it. And I actually started feeling rubbish like five days before, like having yeah. a bit more information yeah. to kind of be able to share that and be like, okay, let's actually be methodical about what we do about mm. this. Is there an, uh, an alert option to be like, you should track your day today because I forget. Well, that's absolutely, yes, there will be. Um, not in our current app. So we are currently bootstrapped, Kevin and I are funding. Yeah, <laughs> the moment. Yeah. So at the moment, we're on a really low fidelity prototype. So, mm-hmm. but the view for that for us is, um, and we've actually really loved doing it this way, is that we are low fidelity prototype and we are getting feedback. So people yeah. that pop their mobile numbers, so everyone do this, pop your mobile number in yeah. because we will give you a lovely call and ask you what you do and don't like. That's and so because good. we want to, we want to know, so that we want to, we will stay low fidelity, and we just got a um, innovation booster grant from the WA government, which was great. Amazing. So we will use that for our kind of our next build, which is our second step build, which mm-hmm. is with um, will be with a kind of a bit of a better prototype i suppose mm. but we won't go for a full custom build until we really are certain that we've got everything got yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Nailed it. and what people really want mm-hmm. and then we'll go for a custom build yeah. yeah so your target audience is obviously people 
with endo and suspected of endo. What about the clinicians that want to learn more? Are they able to access the education resources? Yeah, so that's definitely in our pipeline. Um, We've kind of talked a bit about that, um, about educational resources, particularly like what came up a lot was like lots of GPs want to know a bit more. Mm. I think that's such a huge gap. Like, you know, I've been through a few GPs and and some of them whether it's age how they trained or just their knowledge and lack of experience with it they're so medical focused that they almost laugh at you if you say oh like I'm actually seeing a naturopath and I've tried all these supplements and I actually go to acupuncture weekly and Mm -hmm. I do this and I do that and they're like I look at you like what a waste of time and I'm like you don't understand these people are helping me way more than anything you've offered Yeah. yeah I think and I think yeah there is a bit of that kind of a bit of a gap I suppose yeah. and we want to bridge that gap because there is there's actually actually reasonable evidence for acupuncture so mm. <laughs> I think that is um a bit of a gap that we need to bridge so I I think yes in short yes that mm. is in our pipeline yeah there's a hundred things that we that sit in that pipeline yeah, we have like course. this we have a wish list it's, it's so big like it's you so could just big. make it bigger and bigger yeah, so Kevin and I have this um a wish list we like to call it, of all the things we would love and every time someone mm. says something we're like oh we'll add that to the list yeah so um Yes, that is definitely something we talk about, um, something we'll explore more of at the moment. Mm. What we're doing, how we're bridging that gap a little bit is like the Garden Medical, which got the grant for, yes. Yes, yes. for um, the Endon Pelvic Pain Clinic. So I did, um, so Judith, who runs the Pelvic Health Clinic, did a lecture to them about um, physio for endo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did a lecture to them about language around pain and language around asking people who have pain yeah. like and how to do that in a sensitive way. Yeah, of course. Um, so that was really useful. And then um, they've had other clinicians come in and talk to them about their role in endo and pelvic pain. Mm. So I think that's been really good. Um, I think... I presented to the 20 endo clinics um, nationwide about Matilda and what we do. I didn't even know there were 20 so endo clinics. 20. So the, um, the government, the federal government has funded, has provided some funding for 20 clinics nationwide. I did not for know endo that. And no, pelvic that. Pain. No. So for endo and pelvic pain. So it's the, the clinics, the, you have to apply to get a grant for that. Mm. So there's been 20 clinics. Um, Perth has one in at the garden. And there is one in Albany. So um, it's an amazing step in the right direction. I think, wouldn't it be amazing if we had multiple in Perth? But anyway, we don't. So (laughs) that's fine. It's a step. It's a step. (laughs) I like to view it as a step. Where we would love to sit is we want to eventually be able to hopefully service these clinics from Matilda. Is that then um, that can be a filter for us to provide the education for those clinics. Um, So we'll just see. um, That's what we presented on um, to the Endo 20. So we'll see how that evolves. Um, but that's yeah the focus for them is actually holistic care mm. sitting alongside medical care in those clinics so that yeah. is the goal I think it's so important hey like that it's holistic arm. yeah like I had a girlfriend who rang me two nights ago just like in she's so distressed with how yeah. much pain she was in mm. and she's very new to um how she literally worded it was I'm very new to living with pain yeah. constantly I've never lived with pain yeah. mm. and so you know it was 30 endo journey is kind of just starting yeah um, she has had a lap recently. It wasn't like stage four or anything, but it was still it's significant, right? Yeah. And her mm. pain is still very significant. Yeah. And she has tried everything and anything, but she doesn't have the knowledge. She doesn't yeah. have 12 years of experience yeah. like I do. She's like, what else can I try? Yeah. Like, mm. Is it worth doing this? Is it worth yeah. doing that? And she just called, she was so distressed saying, what GP? Where can Where I go? I go? Yeah. Is there a clinic? And I'm yeah. like, I actually 
don't I've yeah. not found the perfect person either. Yeah. Like I'm I've navigating ma- it yeah. all on my own. Yeah. I've MacGyvered my way yeah. here. Like I got yeah. nothing for yeah. you. Exactly. I think and that it blows my mind. It blows my mind that, you know, we have this eight hundred and thirty thousand people in Australia diagnosed with endo. Yeah. Which is conservative given the challenges around oh, yeah. diagnosis. Mm. Yeah. Um so I think that's conservative alone. Um, and I think that number will only grow as diagnosis mm. gets better yep. and easier to access. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's, yeah, how can it be a chronic disease, people who have diabetes, who have asthma, mm. um, who have m- many more, I suppose, tried and tested methods yeah. of how to manage their disease. Yeah. Um, which is how everyone should. We should have methods to manage these things. I think endo, the research is growing. Um, there's lots of researchers out there really passionate about this space. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard to find specialist clinicians. It's hard mm. to find people who will go that extra mile, who, who do the extra training. Yeah. Um, I think everyone wants a good GP. GPs are hard yeah. to find. Primary but, health, man, they yeah, are the key so to hard. it all. Yeah. So I think GP education is big for us. There is GP education sessions around Perth um, specific on endo. Mm. Um, so we've presented, Matilda hasn't, but I presented it then before. Yeah. Um, but I think, yes, that is definitely in our pipeline for GPs being able to access that. We would like to do it kind of the right way where, and we met a couple of people at Digital Health Fest who kind of could facilitate this, mm. where we actually get CPD points for them. So they're yeah. recognised for committing to that, yeah. to kind nice. of learning, because yep. I think we should recognise GPs are exceptionally busy mm. and I'm imagine well they have to be the jack of all trades right they have to be able to deal with everyone that comes through their doors Mm, mm. so being able to specialize in that field we want to recognize that as well yeah and i think they would be in flux with i was gonna say i think so many people are desperate to help like they are desperate to learn and when like you think about the whole i mean you are the prime person you deal with pelvic pain all the time but you think about like uh, people with endo and, and this big gap and you're navigating it all yourself like I said to my girlfriend on the phone and it sounded so dumb when I said it out loud but I was like oh yeah my baseline pain like every day is a four like it's never below a yeah. four and then I'm like imagine if you just like let an asthmatic like oh I'm a bit wheezy today yeah my like, baseline wheezes, my baseline wheezes yeah. is like eh, yeah I, I still have ventilin yeah. daily or like my, yeah. oh, my sugars are still really Re- unstable yeah yeah, yeah. it's and wild like, isn't it oh god that's so bad saying it out loud do you think mm. it's because though because endo doesn't theoretically kill you yeah potentially potentially so like when mm. i was like like i think about that a lot about why why is that like but realistically mm. it has such a significant impact on a person's life it's debilitating mm. it that the mental toll oh, and the yeah, mental burden huge. is phenomenal yeah huge. but i think i think that is being recognized now like it's um Ernst Young and Endo Active did a really good study where they talked about the cost of endo. Mm. Um, I'm going to get this wrong if I say it out loud, but I think it's 9.7 billion was the cost, and two thirds of that were actually loss of productivity. So yeah, not even just the healthcare cost, but yeah. actually the impact. Yeah on society sick yeah. days, and, and sick days. so i feel like like yeah when we interviewed that was where we kind of we stewed around that's on our dream board as well the impact on work i would love to go into big workforces and say mm. hey let's talk about endo yeah. and what endo yeah uh, the impact because actually flexibility at work we've gone through covid now we know people can work online we all yeah. did that yeah let's make that let's a bit more do that of more. a norm yeah. because yeah, yeah. there's people that actually might say hey and i we did a lived experience interview and this will come out on our platform um 
where someone with endo who we interviewed said, you know what, I had my first boss um, was really great and I could say I get my period and really regularly and on that first day I cannot mm. function. Yeah. I need to be at home. I need to be horizontal. Yeah. I just, it's not for me. Yeah. I can't do anything on that day. Mm-hmm. So her first boss was like, that's fine. Don't take it as a day, a sick day. Just like work around that. Work extra yeah. hours wherever you want. Like yeah. just make it work, Bank right? It yeah, 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 make it work. And she has a corporate job. She kind of, and that, she was like, don't plan anything on that day. Like just take the day. Mm-hmm. And don't don't take it basically because that's obviously twelve days a year. Yeah. But as, then her boss changed, and she had to have that conversation again. Of hey, I get this one day a month. I cannot function. Mm-hmm. I work. I can sometimes like work a little bit early in the morning or a little bit at night. But then I have to be horizontal. Mm. And she was like, how do I have that conversation again to yeah. say, I don't want to take it as my sick leave mm. because otherwise I've got no room to yeah. ever actually be, be sick. sick. Yeah. Well, that was literally my biggest anxiety. So I came off the pill the start of this year yeah. and obviously being a critical care nurse, yeah. it's not like you, I can't work from home. Yeah. That's not an option. But for me, when I was on the pill, I could skip my yeah. period. And so now that I'm off and I'm having regular periods, yep. I can tell you the last two months I've had to call in sick because yep. I haven't been able to function yep. for at least one day or yeah. it's caused a flare. Yeah. Or, and like now it's got to the point with Sean bullying me um, that I, as of this <laughs> fortnight, I'm yep. actually dropping my hours yes. Yeah. Yes. to point eight from full time mm-hmm. because I actually can't you can't manage, manage it yeah and yeah. like the pain is bad yeah and her job me, isn't exactly non-stressful either and the 12 hour shifts on yeah. your feet and like yeah everything and we flares. know shift work is not good for our system no mm-hmm. like so, day night night yeah. day yeah. yeah so you're all completely out of whack but yeah it, it is that whole you don't get many no. sick days when you work 12 hour no. shifts either because they're you use a lot of hours yeah. for one day and so if I'm doing that every month, that's the same. I'm going to yeah, be exactly you're the same. Be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you call in sick, do you say I've got my period? Or do you just no, say we I'm don't sick? actually have to you say. Have to. Yeah. But like at work, if someone's like, oh, why were you off? I, I will happily, yeah, say, happily say, oh, I had a horrible endo yeah. flare. I was at yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. Like I've got no problem talking about it. But again, it's hard it's because hard. we're a female dominated workforce and we're also quick yeah. nurses. So yeah. there's no filter. It's easier for me, I think, to yeah. say it. I now have a male manager, which, yeah. but again, still say, he's still um, a nurse, right? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. chill. 100%. I, I could easily say that. Whereas yeah. I think about the people that do work in those corporate environments that mm. kind of have to say, actually, I've got a really bad period. And even if they say, like, if, if they say I've got a bad period, it sounds much more like I'm having a bad period, but actually it's not a bad period. Mm. It's I've, I'm having an endo period. It's yeah. a different yeah. kind of yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think also that, um, I probably don't use the word period. I probably say flare yeah. to but differentiate because, to different, it. because you feel you have to. You have, yeah. Feel I have to. Yeah. yeah. So that's where, whereas I've got valid. patients who, um, say they're only some people who say their main symptom is bad. is a bad period yeah. Yeah, okay. and a hugely painful period, but they would never use that word. Because yeah. they're like, if I say I've got a painful period, it doesn't carry the same weight. No. But really, it is, it's a painful period. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. But I think it is. the yeah. societal like norm yeah. without getting too like gendered or whatever yeah. is that pain, uh, periods are painful sometimes yeah. and get on with get it. Get on with it. Like yeah. you get it every month, who fucking cares? Yeah. yeah. But the understanding, obviously that, that narrative is changing yeah. with the more publicizing endo and how that's different and how your periods actually shouldn't be debilitating you shouldn't be off work you shouldn't be off school that's not normal exactly like yes they may be uncomfortable but it shouldn't be life altering and kind of getting that knowledge and understanding from you know it's it's the same with like um migraines right in terms of that you can't really see it no 
except it's it's a bad headache mm. in inverted commas and understanding that as a boss that yeah. that means that your your employee cannot work yeah. and it is not just and a lot of people obviously use that as an excuse to take a sickie or oh, i've got a migraine or oh i've got like bad cramps or whatever mm. so it then perpetuates this like conversation of oh you're faking it or it's not really that bad and then so the people don't tell the truth yeah then they try and get through their whole day in pain don't actually do productive work yeah. and it just it perpetuates this it invalidates your experience and it puts pressure on you to perform under such painful yeah. circumstances and i think the more education that we have on that the better yeah i think education in the workplaces will be really great so mm. i think that's something that um hopefully will roll out and i think even things like we see there's a bit of a shift about you know females in the workplace and things like that mm-hmm. or um yeah, so I think that will shift hopefully with more education yeah. in the workplaces. Yeah. And I think with people kind of um, valuing that a bit more. Yeah, I hope I hope that will shift. Mm. Yeah. So when did you when did you start this? I was going to say this has been like a rapid excelling project. Hasn't yeah. it? It's a rapid excelling project. So we last January was when we started by design. Then we won by design in June, and then we formed Matilda formally as a company in September. And then, so I, I was pregnant last year. <laughs> I, well, this is all happening casually. <laughs> I actually also had um, high premises. So oh, oh. <laughs> it was actually a very, very, very big year last Stunning. year. It was a great year. Um, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. <laughs> was a really description of last year. Yeah, so last year was a big year. Mm. The, uh, the word for last year was probably on Dazzatron. So <laughs> <laughs> For word. everyone who doesn't Matilda know, and on dance. Yeah, yeah, that's an anti-medic, an anti-nausea tablet. Yeah, Matilda and on dance was my life. Um, so I didn't actually work much clinically last year. I worked mm. a little bit here and there clinically um, to maintain like my hours and things like that. Yeah. Um, but not much otherwise. I just would work on Matilda from my bed, which was lovely. Actually, yeah. that was quite nice being mm. able to do that. Um, keep my brain active. So and then so that we formed a company in September and then we um kind of muddled our way to clinicians muddling their way through a lot of things that are not clinical. <laughs> yeah, we kind love. of what Kevin and I we have love. been doing. So we're um we wear marketing hats and business hats and accounting hats and legal hats, all sorts mm. of hats. The upskilling is wild. Yeah, yeah. And we so we would meet every Wednesday at my house and we would so we would work separately but on Wednesdays we'd always work together at my house mm-hmm. and we would muddle through all day of all different kinds of things yeah. so we would write content um we're using a white label app maker at the moment which anyone doesn't know it's kind of like a drag and drop app maker Stunning. platform kind of thing we love so right i mean i have rapidly upskilled in one that one of my friends is just using ai yeah now all the mm. time yeah. so just we're saying, using a lot of ai yeah, as well just like can you write a post yeah. about this this yeah. this and yeah. it's spit chat it out. gpt changed yeah. my life yeah. yeah so it's changed my marketing life because yeah. i could be like i need some help yeah <laughs> help, help me, me. i need some help content creation yeah. thank you so and much and Kev's really clever at it because he can be like imagine you are a copywriter and like he has all these ways of like making chat GPT but yeah because you've got to put the right stuff yeah, in to get the right stuff exactly. out right and yeah. he's a bit more into tech than I am he's a videographer as well and he's a pod- he's got a podcast too oh stunning shout uh, out does what he, podcast does he does stop? he stop I'm not sure yeah what's his podcast um, Empowered Beyond Pain Oh, we love. Yeah, he's we'll great. We'll have to talk to him. He's great, yeah. We'll have to get yeah, him. Kevin. 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 Uh, yeah, different he's hat. so great. You'll love him. He's Stunning. Yeah. We'll put that in the chat notes so you yeah, can yeah. try and he find him. He also Kev. volunteers Ocean Heroes. He's a good, he's a really great Oh, human. my God. I know, I know. 
Ooh, I know. Ooh. He's one of those. It makes I, know. Me sick. I know. Disgustingly nice people. Disgustingly nice people. He's lovely as well. He's really he? lovely. Yeah, of course I he is. Know. Of course he is. Good business partner. Great business yeah, partner. Great. And what, what we get choice. on, we are such good friends. When we first started, we did this thing where we were told by um, Ollie Baziani, who I also he's lovely. He was like, you need to do a founders agreement where you talk about all these difficult questions. So you fill in individually all these personal questions about like what and what a good work life looks like. How much money do you want? Mm. What kind of things do you value? And then we have to sit there and face each other and talk about. Oh, <laughs> we love about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember that time we had that real yeah, deep conversation, yeah, real deep and awkward. We love. <laughs> I know. So he's great. Um, and we can also have a laugh that we always get confused for being married. Love that. We, and so like an article went out recently about an innovation booster grant and they were like, oh, you know, and their daughters. And I'm like, ooh. ooh that's incorrect. <laughs> I'm like, and so I emailed them and I was like, so, and they were like, oh, that is awkward. That's yeah. like, it's actually not for us. But it's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Super bad yeah. for you. Yeah. We're laughing about we're it. We're laughing about yeah, it. We're actually okay. good friends. He's really good friends with my husband. So yeah. we have a, uh, yeah, we have a, yeah. we can laugh about it. Um, <laughs> imagine if you couldn't. I know, imagine. If, I know. And like Ben had a bit of, my husband had a bit of a laugh about it. Yeah. Imagine if your husband was I like, know. Uh, but what the to be the MC at our wedding, but we had a COVID wedding, so it got oh. cancelled. But Kev was meant to be the MC. Yeah, I know. so that. I know Jack of all trades, stunning. Yeah. I know. Wow. So what does Ben do? Ben is an engineer by background. Yeah, he's a okay. project manager now. Stunning. But he did his MBA, and so we talked to him all the time, being like, "So maybe you could actually do some things for Matilda." And yeah. he's like, "Absolutely not. That's yeah. your thing. That's yeah. your thing." And I'm, I'm not like, touching that. Yeah. And he's like, and every time we, I'm like, "So what do you think?" And he's like, "Oh my god, we're yeah. very different. Yeah. I'm yeah. the dreamer, and he's very grounded." Yeah. yeah, we yeah. need that. It's about that. It's all about balance. Yeah. Yeah. Person that comes home and I'm like, so I had, I had this idea. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Another Again. idea. Like it's a like, perfect oh, example. God. We have a bit of a laugh all the time about we were self-renovated this house, our first house. And I had seen on Pinterest all these plants hanging from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to hang all my plants from the ceiling. It looks clever. really cool, right? Yeah. And so I came home and I was like, Ben, look at these photos. Like, you're an engineer. Mm. You can work this way. Like, come on. let's. And he's, so, he's really handy. Like, he's did all our renovations at our first That's house. That's so good. So I was like, so what do you think? Like, where are we going to hang these? We can do it. Yeah, we can do it. I was mm. like, this is the perfect light for them. They're going to grow so well anyway he was like it's not normal to hang your plant like your ceiling will, the ceiling will come down and I'm yeah it's a 40s house my <laughs> yeah I was like oh my god it's fine it's fine it's fine just it's fine. just hang them <laughs> look look at Pinterest it looks great <laughs> just hang them they, yeah. they do it then yeah do it yeah and he's like the drywall <laughs> so will anyway, come the, down well the first hole he drilled he was like there's no beam <laughs> oh my it's god like, so then we've got multiple holes in the ceiling that he has to plaster because there's no beam. But anyway, eventually he found some beams and we hung some. But <laughs> so she she's got still got away. I she still got away. And it's he fine. brings that all the time. He's like, this is like that moment mm. where you made me hang those plants. Yeah. You're like, damn from it. From the ceiling. Like, but it sounds really I was like, good. I'm pretty sure that's why that house sold so well. Yeah. You're welcome is what I'm hearing <laughs> It was from so you. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it was Pinterest worthy. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So it started really quickly for you with this app yes where where do you want to end like oh. where what's the like what what's is the, the dream because we all like progression and watching things grow we've been talking you're a dreamer i'm a dreamer, you're a dreamer. where are we so going where do how we see big? matilda yeah we would like we talk about how many people could we like how many people could we impact there's 830,000 in Australia, 190 million worldwide. So could we impact how many people? It's the limitation. We don't want to be a national business. We want to be an international business. We want want Australia to set a standard of care that we are – 
we treat endo how it should be treated yeah and we want people overseas to be like oh you've been diagnosed with endo you have you heard of have what australia does this? have you heard about yeah. what australia yeah. does they use matilda so we want that we it's not limited to australia we this kills me but we actually treat it a lot better than other countries yeah wow. so realistically Bars low, yeah okay. realistically we could offer that mm. obviously my legal team's probably listening and thinking joe you need to have a think about what that looks like <laughs> <laughs> but let it help dream let it help dream lawyers but kev would be like yes absolutely Sounds amazing <laughs> we can do this. we can do this so who knows and then we talk about you know are we creating a framework of for chronic disease yeah of course that can go beyond endo so yeah. could we be tackling other conditions that affect mm. people assigned female at birth or you know other conditions that are poorly treated and mm. there's we- so so many like obviously 100%. this is what our platform is yeah. about it's about chronic illness yeah. and there are so many like even when you're talking a lot of the holistic care yeah. a lot of our listeners with things like fibromyalgia 100%. Yeah. or yeah. you know migraine. or Lyme's disease yeah. migraines yeah. Like, there's so many especially like pe- people with like treated yeah, mm. untreated yeah. under resource under lupus under research yeah. recognize yeah. all yeah. the yeah. things yeah. under everything yeah. Yeah. yeah for the people with fibromyalgia someone we've learnt a lot of um, is a platform over east called more good days so more good days is a fibro platform Mm. um they are kind of similar space to what we do um we've learned heaps of Nell, who's their founder um they're kind of ahead of the game from us yeah but they are phenomenal their vision is phenomenal so we'll shout out to them yeah Nell's been great yeah we've learned heaps so wow but what can our listeners do for you and kev and matilda at the moment like what what can we do to help this grow because it sounds like We're so here revolutionary. For it. Yeah. yeah. So we download Matilda from the App Store. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our first kind of prototype. So um, low expectations. <laughs> Be <laughs> it kind. will only get better. Yeah. Um, and give us feedback. So our, our email is hello at matilda.health. But also follow us on Instagram. So we're trying to really grow our Instagram community. Yeah. Obviously, um, people, when we interviewed people with Endo and we asked them where they get their info from, Instagram was massive. Yeah, so, of course. And we know that there's no filters on what can be on Instagram. Yeah, misinformation, yeah. right? So we really want to be that kind of educational platform on Insta as well so mm. that people can kind of learn. We'll post more and more educational videos. So like yesterday there was one um, interview with Jade Acton, which mm. is great. Um, she's got a long wait list, so it was great to hear her answer yeah. some questions. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, so um, that's kind of our biggest thing. And then when we... We want feedback like we honestly mm. the more feedback we get the more confident we are that we are creating something that's valuable yeah and the better the platform gets so yeah. we will we want to produce research out of this platform so we know endo is under research the mm. more people that track their symptoms or do things on matilda the better data what we've got mm-hmm. our data on our next build is really really tightly secured enough for research purposes amazing. so it's amazing it's yeah. in australia which is great yeah so we want to collect that data so that then we could actually publish out of it so mm. we've supervised research students in the um on endo research before yeah um through curtain um kev's done his phd through curtain so that's kind of where we're, we're yeah. also heading with that Wow. I just can't believe how you've gone from physio to learning how to like track symptoms, do research, Make do all of these things. Yeah. Like, we've, it's so insane. we've been really well supported. Like I cannot 
I felt like as a clinician, and I think everyone who's a health professional will say this, you live in your lane, right? Yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything. And all, most of my friends are health professionals. Yeah, like, literally. Like Kim, yeah, like Kim is my best friend. She's a health professional. So like we, 100%, we live in our lanes. Whereas it wasn't until I started going out into kind of that entrepreneurial community that I was like, wow, this is really cool. People do some really cool things. Mm. But I can't, I cannot begin to tell you how helpful they are. So yeah. we could, I think the amount of times, Kevin and I also have no shame in asking and that's kind of probably our personalities i'll be like hey, i need some help yeah and i'm not embarrassed yeah. like, absolutely yeah, yeah, help me. Yeah. yeah and so i would i didn't have a linkedin profile before matilda but now i have a very active linkedin yeah profile. nice i'll follow you on linkedin, <laughs> yeah, I'm on so LinkedIn i yeah. was like oh, who has linkedin what yeah. do i even what do, do with that yeah. literally people <laughs> don't know me. what LinkedIn oh, yeah. yeah i was like i don't Ugh. get that i don't yeah. get that yeah 100 percent. but now i am like on linkedin and i would if i if i messaged if i saw someone that i thought do you know what you've got a skill set that's really useful mm. i would happily message them and say hey this is what i'm doing in endo do you know about endo let me tell you about endo firstly yeah. and why this is a problem yeah then let me tell you about matilda and how we're trying to solve it and now mm-hmm. you can help me and now you can help me i'm yeah. going to tell you how to help me now i've told you why it's important yeah i'm going to tell you why you could help me because yeah. that's important and honestly it huge huge reception to it wow. so people are so so helpful and so kind with their time yeah so that's like, so and good people, so nice not just in health like yeah. i've had people across all all areas say let me help you yeah. yeah so that's so it's nice to hear yeah and we're currently on plus eight accelerator so which is an accelerator where each week we get mentors from experts in different fields so we've had tech experts we've had people that in like raising capital i if you told me a year ago we'd be talking even about raising capital yeah. i'd be like how do I even raise? How do I would not even know. I'm raising kids. Yeah, that's I'm raising all I got. kids. Yeah. That's 100 percent what I'm talking. I'm raising capital and kids at the same time. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, 100 percent. Whereas it's rapid learning. I've learned a lot of YouTube. Yeah, I same. That's how read, I learned how to work this machine. Yeah, 100 percent. And I've learned a lot. I read. I'm a big reader, so I've mm. read a lot of books, a lot of startup books about yeah. mm-hmm. how to do things on a shoestring budget yeah. and how to learn. Kevin and I learn from our mistakes a lot. hundred yeah. mistakes. I'll put a hundred things out there and see what yeah. works. Yeah. yeah. So what sticks. Not afraid to fail. I think, yeah, Kevin and I both. Maybe it is because we're clinicians. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed to fail. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Try again. Try again. See which best works. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think this is going to be so good for our community and i am so thankful for you coming to us and chatting about matilda and it's so exciting. i think it's going to be a lot of people's best I, friend i wish 18 year old jess had this yeah 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 and i think yeah it breaks my heart for 18 year old jess yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby jess i feel like i know i yeah i think i hope that the young girls who or the young people um who have painful periods you know when they're and they mm. feel lonely that they know where to go so yeah. they don't spend years and it might be that diagnosis still isn't perfect yeah but they don't spend the years waiting for that yeah and for the help and feeling like they're and, not seen or heard and the years of knowing what else you can do yeah mm. and like, like putting things in place yeah, yeah. so many times you have an operation you go home you're like so is it gone now what do i yeah. do now yeah. 100%. Like, what does and, and then like after i'm like why, why don't why don't i feel better yeah, yeah. I'm not so better. we that's something yeah that's something that comes up a lot of why don't you feel better after surgery yeah. so we've interviewed a whole bunch of people about pre and post surgery so people have a bit more of an idea what to expect mm-hmm. and we're going to actually run some boot camps um which are like 30 day kind of cohorts where um cohorts of people go through together in so like good. prep for surgery and post-surgery and things like that because we know surgeries are, it happens for everyone with mm. endo because it's diagnostic yeah. yeah 
but we don't do anything for it. We yeah. don't do anything before or after. Yeah, in orthopedics, we do. You do pre-therapy and post-therapy. <laughs> you do prehab, post, yeah. you do everything. Yeah. So I just, yeah, blows my mind. So that's something that's definitely on our horizons. Mm. Um, we're really well supported by the Perth gynecologist and um, also a race gynecologist, I have to say. like We're mm. really, yeah, really well so supported. Good. It's like the mother's group for endo. Yeah, yeah, like the connectivities. Yes. Love yes. that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, so at the end of our podcast mm. episodes, we do a little segment called Questions and Quotes. Yeah. Um, so we've obviously asked you a lot of questions yeah. today, but uh, we would like to hand over the question mic to you. Do you have any questions for Jess or I or both? I had to think about this. Mm. <laughs> like I gave warning yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a little bit of your warning. Yeah. Um, I, so something I love to ask people who have chronic diseases, because I think it's quite, it's open enough that people can really give, uh, a, it can be really varied, the answer, mm. is if you had all the money in the world and a magic wand, you can have anything you want, mm-hmm. except a cure. You can't have a cure. Yeah, no cure. You can't okay. have a cure. Okay. 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 Got it. I know, yep. that's a no-brainer. Okay, we don't have a cure. It's like yep. a dream, genie. You can't yeah. ask yeah. for more wishes. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what would you change about how chronic diseases are managed? Oh, I change. That so is I can't a good just question. say I'd like to wake up with no pain ever. No, no. no. So, so how would you change wishes. like kind of the intersection of like like the healthcare system and chronic disease, what would you change about how it's currently managed? So not necessarily your symptoms or things like that, but how would you change about... Yeah. I think it all comes for me down to accessibility. Yeah. Like the wait list yep. for private is... I mean, it's long, not that long, but it's, a, it's financially long. a long burden too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then for me, being in the public system, I've been mm. lost in the public system yep. since like twice pretty yep. sure i was meant to be seen in august haven't got any email yeah. contact so the accessibility i think is a huge thing yep. and then for me the amount I, I mean i can't change it but i hope other people would want to study it is the amount of actual the availability and the specialists is just so there's not many yeah for like you said you've rattled off the stats of how many people have endo the amount of professionals that yeah. specialize in it are not enough no. and it's the same for lupus for yep. my fans yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. We're so rare. And yeah. I mean, it for, it's just like preaching to the choir for Sean because it's her job. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, like, I just think there needs to be more talk, more accessibility, yeah. more availability, and just, I don't know, it just to be normalized a bit more. Just yeah. chronic illness yeah. to just yeah. be like spoken about, like, an echo over asthma, a coffee. I've got endo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. No worries. Cool. Cool. I know about that because I know it's what out endo there. is. But mm-hmm. I know what asthma is and I know, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think that for me just. Yeah. At all. I think for me, it's the communication across everyone that's involved. Yeah. So for me, like for, and it's, you know, like Jess said, this is my job about educating around yeah. it. Um, but for me specifically, having a rare disease, I've got to tell my story over and over again, every single yeah. person I go to, which for some people can be quite traumatizing. Yep. Um, and I think just the conversations between each of the members of the team mm. uh, as to what's going mm. on and what's going to happen and what the game plan is, rather than me having to, oh yeah, so Dr. Billy Bob said that you need to do this for him to be able to do yeah. this. And so, but then he's, he's going to plan to do this, but only if you you can do this first. And can you investigate this? I know you don't want to investigate it, but he wants to investigate it, but he can't do it. So if you you can do do the investigation. Yeah. And then all of the results. And I think so that that communication 
is huge. And I think um, just the external support. So I think an earlier intervention. Yeah. So for me, for rare diseases in particular, there is so much impact on areas of your life that's not to do with your health. Yeah. So for me, if I had had mental health intervention mm. earlier on mm. i would have a better relationship with my body now mm. yeah. so rather than trying to make up for lost time in my 30s yes so i think intervention early yep and better communication is yes. probably my like big big yeah. things yeah i think like the communication i can i just it blows my mind mm, yeah it? i mean we all work in the health system right like no one talks to <laughs> each other <laughs> Like mm-hmm. everyone, literally everyone could be in the same room yeah. and they still wouldn't talk to yeah. each other. It's amazing. Isn't it's it? just wild. Um, and so trying to navigate that is, you know, yeah. again, as a health professional, difficult to yeah. juggle, let alone someone who doesn't know the system. I think the yeah. whole thing that you're saying about how your mental health would have been better if it was holistic. I think like what you're doing is amazing. It needs to be holistic and it hasn't been for yeah. us because yes. it was, you know, 10, 15 years yeah. ago. The holistic thing is so big because when I stop and think now, what was my first ever symptom of endo and what affected me most it was probably actually my mental health it was the yeah. fact that i wasn't like everyone else yeah. it was the fact that i was constantly thinking is there something wrong with me why can't i have sex with my partner yeah. why can't i put a tampon in yeah. why, why do i have this pain all the time why am i fainting every time i'm having a period am i weak yeah like, mm. but imagine knowing from that beginning that you're like oh i have these symptoms yeah and when I put them in Google, Matilda comes up, oh, okay, yeah, this is yeah, something, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. even the like I got told I had endo, but no one told me that actually all these other things I'm experiencing actually, are associated yeah. with endo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I've got a problem here and I've got a problem here, but I've, I've, I've had the surgery for that bit. So that bit's fixed. It should be fixed. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's that. It's the that wing, really. The yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. The, 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 the bladder and the bowel. The last, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate this. Your little pelvic <laughs> physio brain's going to die. The last five nights i've paid seven times a night it's definitely a pelvic floor issue <laughs> but it's i don't i think it's a hormonal issue because it's yeah. not it's not a whiddly wee i'm it's, it's like a proper a way it's oh. like it's like i'm diabetic like i had my fasting blood sugar done kind of yeah. yeah but again i noticed that when my progesterone levels drop yeah. i pee an you awful pee a lot, lot. Yeah. and i know i know now from my last surgery my ureter was stuck to my it was kinked and yeah. stuck and, stuck. and like, yeah. i know all of these things now but I don't. I would never think at eighteen that me weeing a few times 100%. a night's got anything to do with or to having even a track that. Or yeah. to even think it was that we did it. It was quite interesting. I did um, just reel on Instagram the other day about what normal bladder habits were. Yes, yeah, so I watched. Mm. And lots of people were like, "I did not know." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, that like these things. Yeah. It's not normal to sit there for ages and be like, am I going to wee? Am yeah. I not going to wee?'" Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've ruined poor Soph's mind when I talked about my bowel habits. She was like, "Holy shit!" She threw everything literally at shit. Me. Yeah. Yeah, like literally but I everything. think that's yeah I think that's the amount of people that come in they're like yes yeah, so I've been kind of constipated for forever and yeah. I'm like mm. yeah so, <laughs> was that, so how many times do you poo a day Jess I'm like oh anywhere between four and eleven yeah and she was like sorry and then she's like have you tried this and I was like no doesn't that make you like poo more she's like oh my god I know. I yeah. like, sorry Sorry. But it's so true, isn't it? Because I think mm. the amount of times you say something and, they'll, and people are like, no, but that's laxative. And I'm like, no. No, yeah. That's not what that yeah. does. That's not what it does. It's yeah. a sticker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Make you sticky, sticky, girl. Yeah. Sticky, <laughs> sticky, 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 sticky. No, but no. I if think it's your normal as well. Yeah. And all you know? the things that are associated. Yeah. The fatigue. I hear that a lot. I oh. didn't realise that being fatigued was a symptom of endo. Mm. But imagine if you think about putting someone in a chronic inflammatory state 
and the all amount the time. Of, all, and the amount the body has to work for that. I'm like, mm. no wonder people are tired. Yeah, and like I obviously had COVID a couple of weeks ago, and then I just like bounce back to it, pop some antivirals, she'll be right. And then I obviously called in sick after doing one 12 hours. I was like, I can't move. No. But my mum was like, and Sean was like, um, doll. So you've had COVID, and now you've inflamed everything, and yeah. you actually have lupus and endo. So now all of those things were probably like a little bit yeah. inflamed. Everything's and it probably wasn't a bit sad. Yeah, and it's probably mm. because also your shift wasn't cruisy. You know, I know. It was a hectic. Yeah, yeah. It was hectic. Shift. Any shifts in critical care cruisy? Oh, no. Ever. <laughs> exactly. And she's confused as to why she's fucking tired and yeah, sore. Like, isn't everyone tired? No, I, like, no. Oh. I don't think everyone's job's like that. No. Also, also anyway. No, 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 no. That's okay. Anyway, talking to but a fucking the fatigue, wall. The fatigue is wild. <laughs> it is terrible. Yeah. But again, 18 year old Jess never would have thought no, that. No, because at 18, I kind of think it. you're just tired, right? Mm. But also, at 18, when you start going to nightclubs and you're like, oh, but I club all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. hungover. I'm three. hungover. Yeah. All the exactly. time. It's yeah. not what it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just tired all the all time. All the time. Yeah. But yeah. We could talk for hours about this, honestly. I it's, know. It's so exciting. It's so I am, cool. I'm yeah. so thankful for you and Kev for like starting yeah. this journey mm. and like you said i'm just excited for all the baby jesses yeah and you know what i'm like up. weirdly excited about it sounds probably sad but everyone you normally speak to about endo mm. either has endo or suspected endo and are so desperate for that contact but like the fact that you two are passionate about something that you both actually don't have yeah I, mm. I don't, it makes me feel more validated yeah is that mm. weird i'm kind of like you're like there's a problem you, you know that this is a problem well, this you is a big problem have it. <laughs> yeah whereas everyone else not that they're oblivious to it, but if, if they're not they don't have the experience yeah. they're like oh yeah. well sucks for you yeah yeah and it's so cool that people yeah. are like no this actually really fucking sucks yeah. for a lot of for reasons a lot of people. Mm-hmm. i think yeah and i think i mean i hear those stories so often it, it actually just blows my mind like i think even last sunday we did um partner interviews um of people who um their partner has endo so we did interviews mm. for like how could you support if your partner has endo, how can you support them? Mm. Which is something that comes up a lot and we want them to feel validated too because it's yeah. also hard on them in a different way. Yeah. And after we finished doing that, I said to Kev, I was like, I can't fathom how much that still really gets me. Like how can mm. this be – how can people who are so affected be – and like living with someone also so affected, how can this just be? I yeah. just don't just, just yeah. really get it. Well, just chill. I th- like I found it really hard to date and yeah. suffer a long time because like, I don't want to fucking open up about this. This I is a to huge part this. of yeah. my life mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to find somebody super understanding yep. that you feel safe enough to talk to about but then safe enough to support you when you are not having a good day yep. or when things are difficult. Like – it, that's it's so hard yeah and mm. then they obviously carry that as well and then when they do care about you they it hurts them more when they yeah. see you like yeah, yeah it's just like it's a it's big a whole thing. big round circle of going round and round and round yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. more than just the person obviously with endo yeah it's, mm. it's the whole, whole circle yeah yeah great yeah so i think yeah that was a big thing for us so i think that kind of really resonates that we want we want it to be that everyone is supported yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think it's such a, like, you made a very valid point there, Jess. Like, it's such a, it's almost a stronger message yeah. to the importance of it because it's coming from someone who doesn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it's absolutely, I am so thankful for all of the um, companies that are started by people with endo or, yeah. you know, living I mean, it's the like life. Us. We started because we have it. Yeah, walking and people- the path, getting it also living with a chronic disease and starting this like i think we talk about the people who run endo wa yeah they all have endo mm. and it blows my mind and i it truly blows my mind yeah. that they can run a not a successful not-for-profit yeah and 
and deal with this on the side yeah Yeah, but i think yeah you're so right jess like it's huge that people are stepping up like you and kev Mm. to the plate who aren't affected by it but recognize it as something to put time money and energy into Mm. it's really i just on behalf of everyone just thank you for overwhelmed yeah (laughs) no but it's like seriously like it's it's huge to hear someone take it so seriously enough Mm. to just to fucking do something so yeah Yeah, something needs to change and that's the thing like you spoke about it earlier like a lot of people want to do something but they don't have the time or the passion or the motivation and the fact that you've just still got so much like to give with this and you're like you're just putting everything into it it's really refreshing for someone like who literally thinks this is the shit all the time you're just like this is shit this is shit this is shit and you Mm -hmm. have someone in like who's positive about making a change it's really nice because normally you're feeling like shit telling your story to somebody else who doesn't know you and then you leave feeling like shit and it's so it's so nice to have someone to want to like hold that space to improve it yeah yeah absolutely but to empower even more the second part of the segment is a quote do you have a quote that you would like to share with mm. our lovely it could literally it could be, be about how how your day is going something that resonates with you for the week something yeah. you live by something yeah you- so it's something i really i was really chuffed this year with my international women's day quote so i take that very seriously <laughs> i love that we, we, love that. we, we like, also do yeah i get to yeah, international women's day every year and i'm like right I yeah need to it's like, my time to shine to nail this and i've got mm. two little girls and so i feel really passionate yeah about the world they grew up in yeah so um i this year and i don't want to get it wrong now that i'm here yeah so i i think what i said was not only do i hope to raise strong girls but i hope that the world i create a world that's ready to listen to them oh yeah so yeah. i hope that's what i really feel that it's my job to raise them strong and believe me my eldest is definitely strong yeah we love <laughs> but, that but i hope that i raise them strong enough to know what they want and who they are mm. and also to love themselves for who they are mm-hmm. but i really hope we create a world that's ready to listen amen. to who they are amen love that. love <laughs> just love that. it yeah listen up world yeah listen Matilda better is coming through. <laughs> yeah. joe and matilda, <laughs> matilda kevin <laughs> coming for you but on that note we hope you resonated with this episode um thank you again joe for coming a in and, and please please follow matilda on instagram everybody yeah please because so, yeah. we have a lot of listeners that want to share their stories with yeah. us and kind of filter it to us but yeah. I, it needs to go to joe go yeah. come to me go, go to me matilda. matilda i will listen i will call you i will talk to you i will do yeah. drop into my dms absolutely and, and, it I, and I think affect. that'll be so nice for yeah. people because we will talk about something or i'll on an episode throw off a symptom and yeah. then the amount of people that we like oh my god i have that this week Same. too and yeah thank yeah. you or like this helped me yeah. like share those experiences that you share with us mm. come to me yeah. you matilda. can still share them with yeah. us Please we love to hear them and share with your actually be powerful to share like it will actually end it will create something from sharing which is so cool because you're not only sharing your load with someone else it means that it's actually it's It's doing something yeah we are doing we're taking every single conversation we have is taken really seriously and we will write down what people want what people want from that so fucking cool anyway we are gonna leave it there um again just 
so excited to watch Matilda grow. It's going to go from leaps and bounds. And we're going to be like, oh yeah, we were one of her first interviews. Yeah, we interviewed their game. (laughs) Catch up, everybody. Um, But we are going to sign out. Um, We hope you have a fabulous fabulous week. Take Take care. care. Bye. Bye.